0: This is a CBC Podcast.
1: Hey, I'm A.C. Rowe. The Doc Project will not be coming back in the fall. So this summer, we're bringing you some of our favorite episodes since the show began back in 2015. This episode originally aired in May of last year. A few months ago, Doc Project senior producer Jennifer Warren... Say hi, Jen. Greetings. Jen started
0: talking about this guy... She's never met him, but they're in the same Facebook group. His name is Leonard, Leonard Wilson. Um, hi, Leonard. Uh, he lives out on a farm uh, near near where I grew up. So he, he lives in Perry Sound, Ontario. I grew up in Muskoka. And um, I found myself really looking forward to his updates. Whenever I see one of his updates on this page, I just get this boost of joy. Sometimes Jan will forward one of Leonard's posts to the rest of the team.
1: And I get it. They have this vibe, like cowboy haikus, only less
0: structured. Like, imagine you just go for a walk with Bob Ross. Oh, nice. And he's kind of like, th- those paintings he sees in his head, he's like describing them to you, and it's his life. That's kind of the effect.
1: Okay, re- read me one of Leonard's posts, a Leonard post that you like a lot.
0: Yeah, this is a fairly recent one. Um, so Leonard lives by a river. He says, I like to sit on the shore and watch the ice float by. Today I met a river otter. The otter chuckled as he rolled over and over in the water. He disappeared under the ice. So soothing. Like, it'll just be like that. Like, I, um, here's another one. This is the road we walk every day. Once in the morning and again at night. We've had so much rain. I'm not worried. My bed by the fire is high and dry. Oh yeah, that's cozy. Yeah, there's like some thoughtful, like, zen situations going on. He has this kind of wry sense of humor sometimes.
1: The thing is, Jen is not the only person who seems to get a lot out of Leonard's Facebook updates. He is by no means your traditional influencer. Like, he's an older guy. He lives on a farm. But online, he just seems to
0: capture people's hearts. People like me... Um, who just love these updates. Hundreds of likes and loves and those, like, laughing, crying emojis um, and uh, comments that kind of go like this.
2: Love Leonard and his stories.
0: It's always a good day when it's Leonard time. Always
3: happy to hear from Leonard.
2: Oh, Leonard, I always look forward to hearing from you. We love
4: hearing about Leonard's day.
0: And definitely the most frequent comment
2: Good boy, Leonard.
0: Such a good boy.
2: Good boy, Leonard.
0: Because Leonard
1: is a dog. Yeah, I'm addicted to Facebook updates by a dog. If you have never heard a radio documentary from the perspective of a 150-ish pound dog before, well, today is your lucky day. This is the story of an old dog who got a second chance. Jen, after months of Facebook fangirling, reached out to Leonard's family to get to know him.
3: His eyes are almost like human eyes, and he's just and he looks right into your eyes. He he just, I don't know, there's something very, what's the word?
2: Oh, special, is the word. <laughs> yeah, like, something,
3: like he's trying to tell you something. He's trying to teach you something.
2: I'm Dave Wilson and I'm Leonard's dad.
3: Hi I'm Maureen Wilson and I'm Leonard's mom. <laughs>
0: Can I ask you to tell me the story of um, how you adopted Leonard? How we adopted him? Yeah like what when how did it start what's the story?
3: you know when we lost our other dog that we were really you know it's like a hole in your life when you lose an animal like that the dog the boxer died and we waited what a year mm-hmm. about a year so then we applied to shelter dogs and we had several interviews on the phone, which I have to say did not go well because they want you to have a fenced-in backyard and live in the suburbs, and we just don't. So then I mentioned it to Georgian Animal Hospital, to Tammy there, and she connected me with uh, Brenda at uh, Carter's Forever Rescue. And then, of course, we had to fill out more forms. Every t- Every shelter made you fill out a whole bunch of forms, which we did, and pretty soon you get a call and it was Brenda she said okay I think we've got a dog for you and we said okay what is he and she says well he's not here yet he's coming from
5: Tennessee so my name is Brenda and I'm founder of Carter's Forever Rescue and Sanctuary Um, we're located in Bracebridge Ontario as a rescue we pull animals from all over the place We we pull from China And we pull from the States And out of the States We pull from Tipton Paws and Claws Which is a high kill shelter down in Tennessee um, The ladies came across Leonard And they were quite concerned Because he was a large breed dog Leonard is very large So they were just concerned Because he was found as a stray that he, his chances of making it were almost next to nil. So they they brought him to my attention when I asked if if I would bring him up with a couple of the other dogs.
3: So Leonard, Leonard uh, was, when the polar vortex went down to Tennessee, it was minus 53, which is very, you know, unusually cold. And the rescuers were going out and they were, trying to rescue the dogs and cats to stop them from freezing to death. And Leonard, with his big, thick coat, he was just living in the middle of a garbage dump. So they rescued him and they brought him into the shelter.
5: The ladies there, I've dealt with them for years, and they know I have a soft spot for the old ones.
3: Because we don't really know how old he is. Guess guessing he maybe 11, 11 maybe. Mm-hmm. But we don't really know.
5: So when Leonard came in, they, they knew his chances of, of getting out of there would be almost next to nil, and they knew that I, I loved the seniors. So getting him out of there became uh, a priority, and we started to make arrangements to, to get him out of there. So I guess from the shelter,
3: Leonard got put on a train. The train uh, went up to the border and there was problems at the border because they said, Leonard's too big, nobody's going to want a dog this
5: big. I got in touch with the transporter right away and virtually begged them to please please go and get him. You send sent
3: him through, so they sent him through and then in Toronto again they decided that he was too big and no one was going to want him. So they were going to euthanize him, and of course Brenda, being Brenda, stepped on the gas and got somebody down there to get him right away. So he arrived at the Carter's rescue.
5: It, it took a little bit, but we got him up here, and and he was as good as gold. We all fell in love with him. He was he was just a big doofus. So we get the
3: call, like, the next day. Okay, he's here. And we're like, oh, okay. And you have to come and get him tomorrow morning. So we were there at 7.30 in the morning. And I said to Brenda, well, what if he doesn't like us? Because we'd never met this dog before. And she said, oh, no, he's going to love you.
5: So that weekend, they came to
3: visit with Leonard. She brought him out, and we looked at him, and I thought, that is the exact dog that i was trying to describe you know when i wanted a bigger than a wolf he's bigger than a big wolf he's got a thick heavy coat and he just basically looked at us didn't he and then and we had the truck door back door open he just looked at us and like oh this must be my truck and jumped in
5: (laughs) leonard hopped in their truck and they looked at me and they fell in love with him and in the rescue world, it was just a done deal. So he came here and been here ever since. He he went home with Dave and Maureen and never looked back.
3: <laughs> Brenda said, this is Leonard. So... <laughs>
2: We
5: never thought of him as (laughs) anything. And and I guess he's just Leonard. His name was always Leonard, and it just seemed to suit him. Even when he came, we just didn't have the heart to change his name. We, We just left it. He was just a Leonard. Soon after, I think it was only a matter of a couple of weeks, and we, we had started to, to get Leonard updates.
4: June 25th, 2019. Leonard here. Wanted to touch base and let you know I'm feeling so relaxed. And this is my home. Dad and I have our work to do. We've got baby chickens now. Those little babies run all over. I've learned to gently nudge them back into their area. I'm a busy guy. I love to go in the truck. Mom wishes I could talk so I could tell her about my past life. Just checking in, all is good.
5: It was written as though Leonard was talking. We couldn't help but laugh. It was amazing. It's absolutely just amazing.
4: January 18th, 2021. Hi guys, it's me, Leonard. Just checking in to say hi. Guess what? I've figured out how to get on mom's lap.
3: He wants to be a lap dog, but he's a bit big for a lap dog. <laughs> he, he tries to get up, so he balances on the ottoman and puts his head on my lap. But even that, his paws are like bigger than a Saint Bernard's paws. His paws are huge. He is a very big animal. He weighs 146 pounds. He's when people see him, they think he's a black bear. When you first meet Leonard, you probably wouldn't chance going by him. He, he really has a heart of gold and he's a sweetheart, but like I said, he's a very large dog.
4: Hi, it's me, Leonard. Hope everyone is staying warm. This is my cat. Mom said she was wild when I found her in the woods.
3: That little cat had been here two years in the woods, and we tried everything in our power to catch that cat, and we just could not catch it. And then that one day, Leonard, you know, he just... He'll sidle up to you and kind of push you along if he wants you to go somewhere or see something that you're not getting. And he sees it.
4: October eighteenth, two 2020. This little cat lived in the woods, One day, I took Dad to show him where the little cat was. It was cold and rainy and the cat was crying.
3: And finally we followed him and there was the cat and and a branch or something had fallen on it but it was so tired from trying to get out that Dave just reached down and picked the cat up. And now that's Torty.
4: Guess what? Now I have a new friend. She is doing really well now. I make sure she comes inside every night. It's too cold out there.
3: She's black and white like Leonard, so she hangs around with them. It's like Leonard's shadow, you know? And sometimes he'll look at me and say,
4: She is pretty annoying. Everywhere I go, she has to go too. At first, she even slept on my bed. My bed. So she'll be sleeping right
3: in the middle of it.
2: He'll just go and he'll, he doesn't move her. He just goes and lies on the floor.
3: Yeah, he just leaves her on the great big bed and she's a little tiny cat.
2: Now she
4: has her own bed. But i still have to share my rug with her
3: you know just to be like he's he's such an amazing animal to do that i mean it's that's a cat that he found in the woods
4: stay warm leonard
3: it was very very thin when he found her but now of course like everything else around here it's overweight <laughs>
4: November 28th, 2020 It's me, Leonard. I'm still on my diet. Mom left these cookies out. Kitty told me she's trying to figure out how to get them out of this container for me. But Mom caught us. Too bad. No cookies for Leonard. (music) December 7th, 2020 Tonight, I have a stomachache. Dad opened a new bag of food for me. He went for a nap, and I helped myself.
3: People feed him, and then my other neighbors feed him too. I know, they say they don't, but I don't believe it. Because he keeps going there. And why would he go there? He's going there because they fed him. Because he really, he's ravenous and all the time, and he's fed properly. Well, he's fed better than properly. And the vet said that that because he's part lab, and lab are just like that like he gets pear fresh pears which he doesn't prefer but fresh apples he gets broccoli trees and he gets cooked squash or carrots because that is what the vet said he should have in addition to the dry kibble so he's being he's don't I don't want people to think he's not being fed he's being fed Okay, let's head to the barn, Len.
4: March 18th, 2020. Leonard, come. I've spent a lot of time working with the chickens. I herd them into their coop at night and watch out and keep them safe all day. I let Dad know if I sense a fox, weasel, eagle, or a coyote. Dad says I do a very good job.
3: Before we got Leonard, we lost a lot of chickens to wild animals. Since Leonard got on the job, we haven't lost any.
4: Today, it has been so busy. Everyone is coming for eggs. I'm exhausted keeping a lookout and watching people, too. I think the chickens really like me. Now they want to have a nap with me. Such is my life. December 25th, 2020. Merry Christmas to everyone. It's snowing really hard. I've just come back from checking the homestead.
2: He loves to go for the walk in the morning and uh, I take him all the way down to the uh, farm property at the end of the road and we go all the way up to the Hurdville Road. a Good boy, good boy, Len.
4: He may wonder why I'm standing in the water. This is the road we walk every day, once in the morning and again at night. We've had so much rain. Even when it's wet, we still have to walk our perimeter.
2: We look around, we look for birds and and all the animals. He's very interested when a deer goes across or the moose goes down the road, he's on their trail. Mainly they're looking for predators.
3: They're looking for wolves, coyotes, bear, of course, foxes, anything that would be a predator of chickens.
4: Dad checks for new predator prints. I just keep my nose in the air. Dad says I'm a great homestead dog, the best dog he's ever seen at sniffing out danger.
2: And then we go up for the mail midday, and then uh, again... You know, I'll take him down at night or in early afternoon before for his supper at five, and uh, and we'll we'll do the same thing. Walk the road and see what's happening. Um, you know what animals have gone across.
4: July seventeenth, two thousand twenty. I found some trouble on my walk today. Dad and I were just walking along, enjoying the early morning. From out of nowhere, that skunk appeared.
2: Yeah, um, that was on the walk. I panic and I go, no, 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 now he, and he doesn't respond to that. When, when you want him to come to you, you you say, this way, this way, Leonard, this way.
4: I took to a chase. I almost got it. I heard dad yelling, Leonard, stop.
2: But I panicked and I said, no, no, no. Well, he went right up to the <laughs> to the skunk and he got it right in the face.
4: It was too late. I got sprayed right in the face. When we got home, Mom cleaned my eyes. That felt a lot better.
2: We washed them off in the lake. We put the uh, tomato juice on them. She mixed
4: up something in the red bucket. Dad worked it into my fur. Then I went swimming.
3: It It didn't work. Well, it it helped. It it helped. But we (laughs) had to take him over to Paula Day Inn for a coconut shampoo. (laughs) They have the special equipment where they can put him on. And they, he steps onto this thing and they, you know, pump it, pump the foot thing and he goes up and then they can, I guess the Shut sides him. come up and they can wash him. But the man that owns that place, he said, uh, I'm not even sure that thing's going to rise with Leonard on it, but it did, <laughs> it did work. And he had a coconut shampoo and smelled lovely. It was all blow-dried and really fluffy.
4: The smell was gone. I'm all better now. I hate skunks. May 12, 2020. Leonard Time. It is a very good thing I'm here. The mini-human is here. She's getting a brother. I don't know what that means, but I know me and mom and dad need to keep her.
3: The mini-human, Juliet, is six. <laughs> Juliet's mama had a baby about three days after they announced COVID. Going in the car, and Dave drives down with Leonard. while well, Leonard picks her up, and they <laughs> drive back up. And it gives mom a little rest, you know, a big rest, I guess. I'm I'm a little reluctant to give her back, actually, <laughs> just... <laughs> but I guess I'll have to.
4: I'm busy taking care of her. She runs faster than a chicken. I like her a lot.
3: Well, at first, he did He tried to herd her into the barn oh. with the chickens. Leonard, come. And so, of course, then he, Then the look on his face when he—you could just see what he's thinking. Like what? What do you mean? I'm, it doesn't go in the barn. Come on, you know. Let's go. No way, No. All the other chickens are in there. I don't know if you don't look like a chicken, but you must go in here. I don't know where else you go. And he also, of course, liked the idea of when she ate ate things, she would give him. If she didn't really wasn't crazy about it, it would, Leonard would get. Where did that go, Juliet? Well, I don't know. (laughs) Leonard would be there with a big smile on his face.
4: (laughs) July 12, 2019. I've learned a lot about homestead life. I'm an expert chicken herder now. These mini-humans that show up here, they really confuse me. I tried to herd them, but apparently they don't go in the barn. I knew I had to be gentle with them because Mom was really happy when they came to visit. Anyway, I just wanted to check in and tell you I'm cool with the little humans. And guess what this one said to me? I love you, Leonard. I'm a happy boy.
3: I decided to write it from Leonard's perspective because he's so, what's the word when you're so expressive, you know, you're so expressive in the face and he, he's so expressive that he communicates so well what he wants and what he's thinking about what's happening. So I guess that's why I started writing and, and just to say hello for Leonard to say hello to all the people that had helped him along the way
5: and now it just has become a regular occurrence that usually once a month or at the at the latest at once every couple of months we we get some of the most heartwarming stories that you ever want to read if we don't get them every every little bit I start to get uh, messages asking where, where the Leonard updates are. <laughs> People are constantly commenting. People will say, oh Leonard, you're a naughty boy, oh Leonard. How dear you are, oh Leonard! What a wonderful story this week.
2: Love Leonard and his stories. It's always a good day when it's Leonard time.
3: Always happy to hear from Leonard.
4: Leonard, you are pure love. You make our hearts smile. Heart emoji. Oh Leonard, you are a knight in shining fur.
0: Such a good boy.
2: Oh,
1: good boy, Leonard.
2: Good boy, Leonard. Fan club, yeah. Fan
0: club. <laughs>
5: Just seeing that he's a rescue dog and the way they write those stories looking through his eyes is, is why people find it so endearing. We see and know where the possibilities of his life might have gone. So when we see what people are saying and how they're saying it and, and just reading them, it's funny. It is so funny and it's so wonderful. Absolutely wonderful.
3: You know, here's a dog they were three times they were going to euthanize. And look at the joy he's brought to us. You know, he's he's just he's got the heart we all need.
4: I'm the most loved dog in the world. My past life seems like a long time ago. I just wanted to say if you're human and you're thinking of adopting a dog, go for it. It's good to give somebody like me a chance. Bye for now. Gotta go open up the barn with Dad. He needs my help. Leonard.
1: That doc was produced by Jennifer Warren and edited by me, AC Bro. The voice of Leonard was read by Long suffering Doc Projects producer Kent Hoffman. Since this doc aired back in May of 2021, Leonard has retired. He's no longer managing a chicken flock. He spends his days napping and traveling Ontario, visiting group homes where he cheers up housebound residents. He's even been nicknamed the Happiness Dog by one resident. This episode of The Doc Project was produced by Tanera McLean, Allison Cook, Kent Hoffman, Andrew Friesen, Sherry Okeke, and me. Special thanks to Tyler Blaschko and A.J. Keller. Althea Manasen was our digital producer. Our senior producer was Jennifer Warren. I'm AC Rowe. Thanks for listening.
0: For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.